This episode of the This Is Reportage podcast is sponsored by PickTime. I'm sure you've heard of PickTime before. I've actually spoken about them quite a bit on the podcast as I've been using their service for years now. But just in case you haven't, they really are the best gallery, print store and slideshow system out there. And those are just a few of the things they offer as well. One of the best things about them is that they're always adding more, such as their recent blogging feature and even a recent update to that which includes optional chat GPT integration. I use them for all my wedding and family clients with super professional and clean galleries. Honestly, one of the best things about PickTime is just how good the galleries look. They also have great sales automations, which are super easy to implement. And one of those is perfect for family photographers. It's called the Simple Sales System. It kind of works like in-person sales, but all online, where you can show just a preview to your clients. I use a slideshow as a preview, also created within PickTime. And you then offer three different packages for your clients to choose from such as a basic package maybe containing a set number of digital files, your next package including all the files plus a small print credit, and then the top package including all of that plus a huge store credit. They choose the package, pay, and then their full gallery is unlocked. Really great. Super easy to implement and customize too, just like all of PickTime sales automations. Head to pick-time.com to find out more. There's a free 30-day trial and new users can get one bonus month when upgrading to any paid plan with the code ThisIsReportage. Hi and welcome to episode 131 of the This Is Reportage podcast. My name is Alan Law, I'm the founder of This Reportage and This Reportage family and I'm a photographer too. Excited to be chatting to one of Australia's very best documentary family photographers this week, the fab Kate Crittenden. Kate has won numerous awards on this reportage family and was recently in our top 100 family photographers worldwide for 2022. We cover lots of topics on the episode today, including why I love her website so much, why she always Zooms her families and often stays over the night before day in the life sessions, the importance of always learning and her top recommendations for education, the story behind one of her specific reportage family awards, why she embraces social media, including her love of reels and tips for them too, getting comfortable in other people's homes quickly, and Netflix synopsis game, and much more. Before we hear from Kate, just a few things from me. Um, I've just announced a couple of my own documentary wedding photography workshops for in the UK in October called Law School because uh, there was no way I wasn't going to have a pun in the workshop name. I'll be in Cornwall on October the 11th and then in Manchester on October 18th. At the time this is recorded there are just two places left on the Manchester date and Cornwall is a third fall. I know most listeners to this episode will likely be family photographers, but just letting you know in case you're also into weddings, and I've also had some family photographers who want to turn their hand to weddings too on my workshops before. Head to alanlawphotography.co.uk for more details and to book either workshop. Secondly, a reminder that we're having our This Reportage and This Reportage family summer meetup in Paris, France next week on August 15th, 2023. Really can't wait for that. Members, you'll find all the details in the latest newsletters and Facebook groups. Do let me know if you're coming along and I'll see you on the night. Lastly, our next awards round is now open for submissions. The deadline is the same for both our sites. Submit by 2359 BST on the 23rd of September 2023. Right, over to Kate. Hey Kate, how are you doing? Hi Alan, I'm good. How are you? I'm good as well, thank you. Yeah, all good. Nice to hear your voice. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm Whereabouts? very excited to be here. 
Mm. Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited to be talking to you. So that's all good. Um, whereabouts in the world? You're in Australia, aren't you? I am. I am in Sydney. So it is seven o'clock here in the evening and I'm rugged up because it's also winter. Oh, yes. You know what? I had to I had to ask Alexa this morning. What season is it in Australia? <laughs> yeah, cold. <laughs> cold is the season. Not fun. I'm not a big fan of this. Really? What kind of temperature at the moment then? Oh, to be fair, it's like 17 and bright, beautiful sunshine during the day. So I can't complain too much. But no, um, that's like that's like our summer now. That is. Yeah, well, Australia, you know, we have very high standards for weather that, uh, you know, the UK can't, can't quite compete with. So I'm a bit no, of a weather princess. A weather, oh, really? Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, mm. we can't we can't compete. Can we? I've never been to Australia. I'd love to go. Have you been over oh, to yeah. Britain? Yeah. So um, my parents are actually from the UK. Um, oh, right, cool. So, yeah. Uh, oh, oh, oh. So they've been here for... <laughs> 30 years but before that they were I think Northampton and Cambridge ish oh, cool. oh, but like nice small areas. village yeah small village bits I think um okay. but so you've uh, been over a few yeah. times have you, have you still got family over here uh I got a couple of various extended families but not not anything kind of serious I've been over a couple of times but I think it's like so there's always like two two ways with migration. I reckon it's either like you you know you have a really close like connection and you want to go back, or like you grow up and you're like hear just the horror stories and like how great the place where you cu- currently are is, and that's that's what it was like for us. Like oh really? You know, yeah, it was like oh my gosh, we're never going back to the UK. Australia is like the <laughs> promised land. So um, I, uh, I I haven't got massive desire to like to hang out there, but no, not that I well, wanted to, you know start this by just shitting on the UK <laughs> you know start strong that's really funny oh no god don't blame you at all <laughs> yeah just neg neg the UK is a great way to start a podcast <laughs> that's funny before we went on air you were talking how you don't like um British tap water do you no but to be fair I'm like uh geez this is making me sound like such a princess but like <laughs> I'm very like I like nice water and like a Sydney has very nice water but outside of Sydney um it does start to get a bit manky as well so like perth my god the chlorine is oh, really? <laughs> terrible <laughs> i love i love the things we talk about on this podcast people tune yeah. in and expecting like f-stops and aperture and stuff and no talking about water. just me whinging about water and weather <laughs> yeah how bad britain is <laughs> no but actually before we started um recording i did mention you know, i don't like water at all if anyone's listening to this I, i've never mentioned it on the podcast but it is really good if you don't like water if you're in the same boat like me and drinking far too much like coke zero which my wife hates me doing they recently bought me this air up bottle which is um you just put normal water in it, but it has these scent pods on top. So it tricks your brain into thinking like the water tastes like I've got like a cola one, but wild berries and stuff. It's, it works really well. It's really good. Yeah. Sure. So. Great. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, uh, I'm all for any kind of solution that um, makes makes life easier or drinking water more pleasant for you. Like make experience nice. Who cares? Yeah. You know, who cares exactly. how you do it? Exactly, because it is healthier, isn't it? And dentists always tells me off for drinking like fizzy drinks, even though I used to drink the the diet, you know, the calorie free ones. But yeah. but anyway, yes, people, if you don't like water, check out an air up bottle. It is so good. It is really good. Um, but Kate, Kate, so I'm not sponsored by that company or anything. Don't get any <laughs> affiliate sale. <laughs> how how are things with you recently? You've been you know been busy. What's it like in winter in Australia for family shoots? Is it a busy time? 
Yeah, mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so my situation is a little different, I guess. Um, so, I, A, I'm still very new to this. Um, I'm very new to documentary photography. So, I did my first session uh, February last year. So, oh, I've wow, been doing okay. this for like 17 months. So, uh, I and building a business with that. So it is it is slow going. Um, and I also have chronic fatigue, um, mm-hmm. which is kind of like long COVID, but it was before long COVID it was cool. All right. Um, so it is a kind of you don't have a lot of energy and you use energy very quickly, um, and it's very hard to. Uh, restore that energy. So it's kind of like walking around on um, 17% battery charge uh, and you can only get up to like 30 overnight. So uh, that does make um, starting a business and photography a little challenging, adds a little extra uh, extra fun to it. Um, So When were you you diagnosed with that? Was it a long time ago or...? So I, so I was working in Italy. I was teaching English and I was about to cycle the length of Italy. I just finished my job and I was looking forward to my like big long holiday and uh, I got the flu and I just didn't recover. And that was 2019. So I was medically repatriated home by my travel insurance. Uh, So please always, always get travel insurance. Um, (laughs) Yeah, and I'm I'm like the poster girl for it. Um, and uh, and then I spent uh, probably a year before the pandemic. I was completely housebound and fairly bedbound as well. Um, and then you know nothing changed for me during the pandemic. Uh, lockdown was my daily life, and it pretty much <laughs> has been since as well. So it's been about four years of. Lockdown, essentially. Oh, uh, sounds so, awful. Yeah, but, like, I wouldn't be here on a podcast talking about documentary photography if I hadn't gotten sick. So, well, you know. Yeah, I guess that's true. It's funny how things work mm-hmm. out like that, isn't it? But, yeah. wow. So, so, and you've only been doing the documentary uh, for, like, seven, did you say 17 months now? Was it last February? 17 months. I, I, yeah, last, so February 2022. So, I counted this morning. Um and it was 17, 17 months. So, and then before that, I, so I started doing, uh, I started with some lifestyle, but I probably only, I only had the energy to do about three or four sessions. I found them very, very energy intensive. Um, I found, you know, I was running around trying to make kids smile and laugh. And I, I'd seen, I think I'd seen, um, Kirsten's, Kirsten Lewis's stuff on creative life, kind of like everyone else. Um, that's how everyone starts. And, uh, I was like, oh man, I want to do this. But I was like, I just don't have the energy. Um, and it wasn't until I, uh, I signed up for Two Man You, or it's now called, uh, Two Man Metanoia, um, oh, cool. with yep. Erica and Lanny Mann. Uh, cause I was like, well, maybe I want to do wedding photography. And, um, that completely blew my mind. And oh, is it really final... good? I, I saw a big, oh. like, I saw the website which goes scrolls and scrolls. There's so much info and stuff. It looks amazing. Yeah. Is it really good? Yeah, yeah. I like read that three times because I don't sign up to anything <laughs> without like 
pro pros and cons listing everything and like oh, yeah. panicking. I still panicked after I bought it. And then yeah, because like, it's a sizable investment, isn't it? It's a sizable investment. Yeah. Um, but also on the perk, like uh, I had nothing else to do with my life. So <laughs> <laughs> I needed something to kind of keep me going. Uh, mm. And uh, it was fantastic. Uh, it was a really wonderful mentorship. And towards the end, um, I kind of set myself an assignment because uh, that's who I am. <laughs> I set myself assignments. Um, and I went and shot half a day in the life of my hairdresser because she's the only person I knew with kids who I thought might say yes. Oh, cool. Uh, that's cool. Yeah. And uh, it was the best thing. And it was actually less energy than a lifestyle session because mm. I was just hanging out making pictures. That's cool. You didn't feel any pressure to try and entertain or get them in no. a certain light and like matching outfits and stuff. Yeah, no, I just just spent the day with them. Um and uh it was just it was just so much fun and I got to make some pictures that I still even 17 months later I still look back and I'm like how did I manage to do that first time out the gate? Like I uh oh, I really cool. uh, I made some stuff that I'm really proud of. So um and did I you just actually do it at the hairdressing. Like so, no, so, I, home, so, yeah. so I'd known my hairdresser for like um, probably like 10 years, but not, we weren't very close, but I was like, I just, I know you've got kids and I literally don't know anyone else in Sydney with children, young children um, who I haven't already shot for lifestyle and I didn't really want to reuse them. Um, I should say only because like, uh, not because I don't love them dearly. They were wonderful, <laughs> wonderful people to practice on. Um, but I was just trying to, you know, keep expanding rather than recycling. And also people get tired of it. I feel like I've really put my foot in. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not going to share this podcast at all now. Are you? Like... Yeah. Uh, no. And, and so uh, I just completely out of the blue and she said yes. Um, and I really sold it as like, oh, it's an assignment. Because I find like if you tell people that stuff is for education, they'll let you do anything. Uh, okay. <laughs> so That's a good tip as well. I did that, yeah. And uh, I actually am delivering uh, their wedding uh, this week. They oh, ended cool. up. Oh, cool, shot the wedding as yeah, well. Yeah, so they loved the day in the life so much that um, the the her, my hairdresser Ali's partner um was like oh I don't want a photographer for the wedding and then Ali was like well what about if Kate just came and did what she did when we had the family shoot and he was like oh yeah that'd be okay um and so I went and shot their wedding for 11 and a half hours uh back in May and I'm really really excited to deliver it to them Oh, that's cool. Was that the first wedding you've done? Or have you done other ones? Yeah, no. And they booked me without ever having seen me do a wedding, which was a big vote of confidence, yeah. um, which, you know, I felt quite a lot of pressure for. But uh, it was it was a wonderful kind of endorsement and a wonderful day. So uh, I'm really hoping they like the photos. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they will. Sure they will. Sure they will. No, that's so cool that they did that. They must have been so at ease in your presence during the day in the life stuff as well. And they obviously must have loved the images. And, yeah, that's, a, it's, that's yeah. so cool. Um, is yeah. it something – We will talk, obviously, we're going to talk loads more about family stuff, but just while we're talking about weddings, is it yeah. something that you will look at doing more or do you think you're going to stay with family? Only? I think I'll probably stay with family for a while longer um, for the, well for the foreseeable future. I think weddings it's um, it's a lot of pressure for me and mm. I'm someone who 
uh, I take things quite heavily, if that makes any sense. Um, and so... In what way? Having, uh, I guess, like, you know, there's no redo of a wedding. Mm. Uh, and that the, I get, I don't know whether it's the pressure to perform or to not let them down, you know, and like, mm. fuck, if I miss the first kiss, like I've missed their fucking first kiss, you know? Um, mm. yeah, and that. whereas with family, like I can relax a lot more, which also means I make a lot, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just a lot more. I was going to say I make a lot better art. And then I was like, no, I'm about to deliver their wedding. I can't say that. No. Um, this is going to be an entire podcast of me going, oh, shit, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> did you get that first kiss, by the way? Now you mentioned about missing the first uh, kiss. Yeah, I did. I hip-checked oh, the celebrant <laughs> You know, I have missed it once, though, at a wedding. I've missed once where the yeah. camera, I blame the camera. I just didn't focus at that time. And it really threw me for ages on the day as well. But then they... They didn't mention it. it. Got glowing review, you know. So it's all good. Yeah. I think sometimes we put a lot more import on mm. certain moments than the couples actually do themselves as well, yeah. which is natural. Yeah, so. I think that's true. And I think with weddings, you know, um, it's a lot. I find, you know, I think as well, like it's just a lot of more people, you know. Mm. And with where, where my fatigue is at the moment, like it's just, just probably a bit too much at this stage. So I never say never. Um, but, uh, I think doing like small family work is something where I get to really, really know the people that I'm photographing. Like I really, really enjoy that. Uh, yeah, cool. Uh, that's very cool. And I was going to ask, it's cool that we've already spoken about like your bit of a beginning into it, but I just wanted to mention that how I loved, um, the bio on your website homepage, by the way, and with part of it saying, I just love it. It's so much personality on your site. This is really cool. But I love what I, I just a bit... changed it, so I don't know. I can't remember. Is it the, do you mean the new one or the, or is it? Ooh, I don't know. I'm going to quote it now. Anyway, the bit oh, that gosh. I, it's a, right. no, oh, it's just gosh. a little line that I really like. And then you say, okay. um, <laughs> don't be nervous. These are your words. I am nervous. <laughs> No, you, you... I, 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 like, I write this, I write all this stuff and then I'm like when I think about actually other people reading it I'm like oh my god this is I'm gonna I'm gonna give myself the ick here Alan but go oh for no it. it's great it's great it's just a little quote it's great but you say um you say it's 2023 I'm here for the butts the tantrums the mess the way kids stick to you in the summer I'm here for when life doesn't look like a Pinterest board because life is too short to frolic in a field. So I, I just think that's very cool. It's very Yeah, cool. I had to take the F word out of there. <laughs> oh, what's that one in there? What's that? <laughs> yeah, I read it out to my mum and she was like, Kate, you cannot say the F word on your homepage. Uh, it was frolic in a fucking field. <laughs> oh, okay. Like no, but I love that because it's so cool. That's like in a nutshell, isn't it? That's like really just showing your kind of like how real moments, how documentary is what matters. It's not this style shoot stuff. And yeah, yeah and that's just so cool. You put it straight out there. That's on your homepage. Um, I just think that's that's very cool. Were you, you, yeah, were you were you nervous about being so, up? well, I guess if you had the F word in it originally, you weren't maybe nervous about putting <laughs> I think I don't really think anyone reads my website. <laughs> so I'm um I'm not too I don't I see I really need to think things through more, Alan. This is what I need to do. But No, you um, don't. No, I think look, I'm I'm balancing between I don't I really don't wanna I think what am I trying to say? <laughs> I think with documentary photography, it's very easy to define it in opposition to lifestyle and opposition to portrait 
Mm. And so it's, you know, and that's, you know, what essentially, oops, what essentially I was doing then by saying uh, it's too short to frolic in a field is, you know, as a, the benefits of it are that it's not lifestyle, right? And mm. I want to try and not go down that path too much because I think when you do that, you end up just shitting on everyone else's art. Like, there's nothing wrong with lifestyle. Like, I've done it. Mm. I also... I also like looking really nice in pictures. Like, I get that. <laughs> you know, yeah. I take a lot of pictures of double chins as a documentary photographer, and I get that you don't want that. <laughs> um, and so, like, I don't I never want to shame anyone for the kind of photography that they want. And so mm. I'm very cautious when I do say, you know, life's too short to frolic in a in a field. Like I don't want it to just become this um, kind of negative, you know, shit on lifestyle photographers. I'm much better thing. So um, I, I do have to, I do think quite carefully about that. But I also really strongly believe that life is too short to frolic in a field, right? Yeah. Um, I, I think, yeah. Well, so exactly. I think I'm you saying that. And it's just so good to say that because I think so many. So many websites, you know, wedding photographers and family photographers, a lot of us just say the same things. We're all kind of middle of the road. Obviously, there are loads of good websites out there that show a lot of personality, but for mm. a lot of them, it is very middle of the road because partly of what you said is that we don't want to offend people's other tastes in, in photography yeah. or life or whatnot. And and I think yeah. a, a, a part of a lot of people is natural that we want to kind of be, we don't want to annoy anyone else so you know we want people oh, to no, of... i'm a total people pleaser as well like you know <laughs> it, it's it is it is definitely part of it but um but what's more important yeah. just in my opinion is what you've done is that you've just put yourself straight forward and your personality this is what i love to do if people don't like it then that's cool there's so many other websites people can go to and get other well, work you know i think what i'm also like had is like i've have it, I've met a lot of people who don't like what I do. <laughs> right? I know a lot of people like it's documentary family photography isn't huge in Australia. Um and so a lot of people are really not into what I'm doing and so I'm kind of not offended by that anymore. So I'm just saying what I do. Um and and I know I know that there are people out there who don't want lifestyle and who don't know that documentary exists um but i am now thinking of the entire to-do list i have on my website which is so much <laughs> i've got so much to rewrite for that but um i'm really glad that something resonated i uh that's that's really nice oh it's so good it's so good and like, your whole website um is just so good i've got various little notes here actually <laughs> oh i'm really like it's yeah it's a it's definitely a work in progress but i'm gonna not just dwell on how shit it is because that's not a very interesting podcast <laughs> no you shouldn't call it a work in progress i think it's honestly so good i love i i wanted to mention also that um uh i love your fun fact section on your website and, <laughs> your, and, and your number one fun fact is i love fun facts which i, I do <laughs> but i love that kind of humor kate oh my gosh i just love them Oh. Well, I just love the way you say that. Yeah, you, uh, you love fun yeah. facts, and that's one of your fun yeah. facts. That's that's you know, I think that's quite quite British humour. You know, I think probably I grew up on like Monty Python and um, oh John Cleese. Oh, yeah. uh, well, well, I can't remember what it is now. Oh, oh, Faulty Towers. Or Faulty Towers. Yeah. yeah, and you know, The Good Life. 
Oh, um, yes. Like real, real old, like, sorry, it's not real old, but like vintage um, UK kind of humour. That's um, cool. The like, Good um, Life was, that was Felicity Kendall, wasn't it? And I think so. Yeah. I can't remember their name, but I used to like get the DVD, my, my grandma, because we couldn't get it in Australia. So my grandma would like send it out for like my ninth birthday. Um, oh, I was wow. really into farming as a child. <laughs> so like the idea of, um, for anyone who doesn't know, The Good Life is a couple who kind of create a, like a little farm in their suburbanish garden, I think, um, from what I can remember. And uh, I was obsessed with it. I think there were goats at some stage in a kitchen, which I just thought was the best thing ever. <laughs> Um, I, oh, I used to bring cool. home like sheep. <laughs> bring so, home like, sheep? What real yeah, sheep? Yeah, I once I brought home uh, a, a lamb once, uh, and I don't live in the country. I live in suburban Sydney. And <laughs> how just, did you get a lamb? Well, th- we lived next to my old primary school, and they were fostering a lamb as like a part of the school project. Uh, it was a Montessori school, so that kind of <laughs> was a normal thing to have happen. Oh, okay. uh, but uh, they didn't have anyone to look after it on the weekends and we lived so close, so I just brought the lamb home. <laughs> yeah, Roger the lamb. So, uh, Aww, yeah. cute. Oh, yeah. has it made you, are you a vegetarian? No, very oh. much not. <laughs> <laughs> I love animals. I adore animals and I also love eating animals. Um, <laughs> it, <laughs> you can do both. You can do both. I think so. Like I do, yeah, I won't get into like my whole philosophy on it, but I, but I'm also like, if you're going to eat an animal, eat all of it. So like, um, I try and be responsible that way. Um, that's cool. I say that I'm, like I've carved up, <laughs> I've got like a lamb carcass hanging in the cellar and I'm yeah, like, I'm. I'm envisioning no. that now and like brain like, like everyone else, but I like just um, oh. I do I do like that philosophy, I should say, whether oh, I embrace cool. it or not is different. Uh, makes sense. I love I do love lamb. I love lamb. Mm. Mm. Anyway, um and, and uh, do you like McDonald's? Oh, so I was actually listening to one of the previous podcast episodes in like preparation and McDonald's came up there. You brought up McDonald's with um Lisa Hugh Chen as well. <laughs> oh yes. Like, okay. <laughs> um I'm uh, look, I don't love a McDonald's. I would rather pretty much eat anything else but a McDonald's, but sometimes no. I just like I I would like a McDonald's. But no, I'm not like I don't know whether it's cuz the bit of Sydney where I live there's like not really any McDonald's, there's no real, there's no restaurants where I am. There's no, like, um, can you tell I love being back home with my parents? <laughs> <laughs> Are you, like, right out in the furthest corner of Sydney or something? Then? Yeah, yeah, I am. I'm So I'm about, no, I'm about 40 minutes to the Opera House by train. Okay. So it's not too bad. Um, but it's uh, it's got more, like, retirement villages per capita than anywhere else in Australia. Oh, right. <laughs> I made, okay. I made that up, but it's it sounds it sounds true. Oh. Um, <laughs> I totally, totally took you at face value there. That's funny. <laughs> um, no, so but um, it's a beautiful beautiful part of the world. It's just you know, uh, living back home with my parents at thirty one is exactly exactly how I manage my life. Ima- imagine my life would be. Um, oh, but, I bet they love it though. I bet they love it. Oh no, look, to be fair, we get on. We it's it's great. Um, and and it's is again it's allowed me to to build my business and and yes. start this photography and be looked after while I'm sick you know I have a bad day and and it's and I'm I know I've got people for me which is really yeah. important that's wonderful mm. isn't it really that is wonderful mm-hmm. 
I've done stints at living at home as well, whilst like saving up for deposits on houses and stuff as yeah. well. And it's lovely to be able to. We are lucky to be able to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. definitely. Even though you don't like McDonald's, I'm going to carry on with this podcast, okay. uh, Kate. <laughs> All right, go for it. Oh, then before that, have you tried a McSpicy, though? Do they have a McSpicy in Australia? I don't know. And look, Alan, I'm not going to be brave enough to try that. <laughs> <laughs> You're not like spicy food in general. I no. do, but the idea of spicy McDonald's food does not appeal to me on any level. <laughs> <laughs> it's chicken, chicken spicy burger. But honestly, it's so good. It is, but is it? Anyway, people are probably fed up me talking about this. Yes. Yeah. Um, but whilst we're talking about your website, again, I'm talking about it because I just think it's such a great example of just a, a unique site with unique personality coming across, which I think is so important when so many of us are doing the same thing, you know, whether that's families or weddings, anything that can just make you stand out, you know, and just... I'm very bewildered by this, but go for it. Really? Oh, no, I just think it's so good. So people really need to do check out your website. And oh, another God. thing on your site, though, was mm. your uh, What the Fact video oh I god i did it. take those down i've taken them down no what really yes. I, was just, I was just about to talk about it it's so no, good i took them down I took why them down. oh why? i got the i got the ick um it's I, so I, good oh i thank you um but <laughs> i just <laughs> Yeah, just before, but, but because you've taken it down though, I'm just going to, so it was a, it was like a video you had about what a day in the life is, the one that's specifically what yeah. I'm talking about, and you yeah, called yeah. it What the Fact, which is great, yeah. What the Fact, that's great, <laughs> um, and I, I, I've literally got a note here, I said, I really think everyone should have a video like that, because, you know, you're explaining the process, but it also shows why they're so important, those moments, and, and it's, and again, it shows your personality, so I was saying, like, was the video hard to do, but it's so yeah, good. well. I, well, it was hard to do. Um, I built, I'm essentially, I'm actually quite proud of it because I had to, like, build a studio inside my bedroom. Did um, you do all that? Yeah. Yeah. So very slowly because with fatigue, right? So everything takes a lot longer. But I, so because uh, basically we've been renovating for 20 years, so we have a lot of, like, stuff that I can use to make stuff with. So we have something called... Um, they're called day makers and they're these enormous lights, enormous um, fluoro lights okay. that um, they're probably like uh, I'm measuring, I'm using my hands to measure, which is uh, <laughs> not great for an audio format, but they're probably like the size of a very small pizza box from Domino's. So okay. that's one and they're kind of on a stand and there's two of them. And then I then built a soft, box using cardboard boxes uh, and a hot glue gun and I made yeah. one that was about the size of probably about a meter wide and then I lined it with alfoil and then I used like clamps <laughs> to like MacGyver this like lighting set up and then I um I bought a hundred dollar mic off uh, eBay secondhand and um set it all up in my bedroom to to film um, it looks so good i thought i would have thought you got like, like a company in to do that yeah no the content like i need to redo but the 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 staging i'm really proud of <laughs> you should but why do you need to redo the content i thought it was so good that video and it, i was only researching your questions like i don't know like probably four or five days ago did you just remove it over the weekend or something yeah, like i uh, probably oh three weeks okay maybe it's still up there it was <laughs> on my home page hang on now i gotta check 
Um, oh, it, it, yeah, it wasn't on the homepage, I think. When I oh, read. okay. Then I have, this is see. This is also the problem with my website is that um, I I delete things and then don't delete them everywhere. It would have oh, been yeah. on. Uh, oh yeah okay so it is still up there you can see it um, oh, good good well you used to have it like large on your homepage, then did you yeah that? i did i did um but i'm guess it was just i think the tone i'm trying to set now is just a little i don't know that it came across as a little like desperate or little like yeah, I, I don't think, know i totally understand this overthinking things and I, mm. I i think we all do with our website everything because it's like yeah what we're showing the world but no not to me i didn't come across like that at all i just come across like you were just lovely and telling people what's great about like day in the lives and the process of it which is so important because a lot of people have no idea you know how it works and it just you just showed your lovely personality and i just thought it's all great Thanks, Alan. <laughs> no, but it's true. I did, you know, I just do. And I just think it's something everyone should have on their site like that. I really oh, do. Dear. That's why I'm Welcome to the inside of a chronic overthinker. <laughs> oh, no, I get that, though. Do you? Yeah. I mean, I wanted to talk about your whole social media side separately, actually. Oh, but I mean, gosh, do you okay. get that? Do you get that overthinking thing when you're about to post stuff? Yeah. To, to social media as well? Yes. <laughs> yeah. But then but then your stuff is so different. We'll we'll talk about that in a minute actually because it's okay. a whole yeah, it's a whole another ball game that is. But let's okay. let's change tech. Um yes. Kate. Okay. Um so I, you've listened to at least one other episode and I, I think Yes, we, a couple of you know I love them. Oh, that's cool. And uh, so you've probably heard we do a bit of a uh, bit of a quiz then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, do, i like that I love do you, questions. this is just like a perfect day for me yeah oh that's good do you do you watch much um tv or movies i watch an extraordinarily oh excuse me <clears throat> i watch an extraordinarily large amount of tv and movies because uh i've got chronic fatigue so okay. a lot of time, <laughs> yeah. nothing, nothing i can do apart from uh watch tv and movies okay well that is good that is good yeah. in, the, in this way good in a, yeah. uh, bad in another sense but good in this way um yeah. uh so okay if anyone's listening for the first time i am just we just do a little fun quiz on the podcast just to, just to separate it a little bit and i enjoy doing it and not having to answer them myself and putting guests through this uh yeah anyway um so yeah i'm going to read a synopsis of maybe a movie or a series and we're going to see if kate can get it and hopefully you'll you enjoy playing along at home as well <laughs> Okay, Kate, are you ready for your first one? Yes. Can I buzz in or do I have to wait until you finish? All no, you can, you can buzz in. You can <laughs> definitely buzz in. Although this first one, this first one, if you buzz in, you might give the, the wrong answer because it's, you know, but I'm just going to, that's a little clue. Okay. Right. So you, okay. okay. So first one, this is a movie. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> okay. Shrek I'm and so Fiona. <laughs> okay. Shrek and Shrek and Fiona travel to the kingdom of far, far away, where Fiona's parents are king and queen to celebrate their marriage. When they arrive, they find they are Shrek not as well. Shrek 2. Yes, Shrek 2. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> clenching my desk here like i i am as much as i love fun facts i love quiz and trivia so much um oh, i'm nice. bringing a mastermind intensity to this let's keep going <laughs> well straight in there one out of one so yes shrek too and i asked that because you do meant you did mention shrek did you mention how it's one of the things you know all the lyrics to oh it? yeah i know all the lyrics to the shrek soundtrack it's <laughs> and i know the lyrics to nothing else at all yeah. 
That is um, a good, good trivia. Yeah, but, but I can I can just rattle them off. Uh, I don't know what it is. Probably listening to it in the car for, you know, 28 hours when I was six years old is imprinted on me a little. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's good. They're good. They're good films, aren't they? They're good. Mm, it's still my dad's favorite. Like, we occasionally rewatch them. He he just he really resonates with him. Oh, that's cool. Uh, it's, yeah, Eddie Murphy is donkey, isn't he? In that, yes, yeah. yes, he's fantastic. Mm. Um, right, okay, that's one out of one. Let's go to your second one, which is very different to what okay. I just asked you. Okay, and this is an old movie. It's probably well, it's definitely going to be before you were born, but it's famous. But we'll see. Okay. okay, so okay, when a teenage girl is possessed by a mysterious entity, her mother seeks the help of two priests to save her daughter. Oh, okay, now. I feel like this is horror, and I don't do scary things at all. Oh, um, right, okay. It is so, horror, but, I, right. but I'm going to go The Exorcist. And you are right. Well oh, done, yes. Oh, oh. <laughs> this is just so boosting my ego. Can we just do, do this for the rest of the podcast? Yeah, I could do. That's funny. Oh, Have you never seen it, then? Have you never seen it? No, no. I know vaguely the plot, um, mm. but... Uh, I I don't watch any scary movies at all. I have no desire to be even more anxious than I am. Oh, I get that. I quite I, uh, I quite like the trip of it though. You know, I quite mm, like no. Have you not seen the, you not seen the Blair Witch Project even? Nope. Oh, I have got listened it. to a podcast about it, but I haven't watched it. No. Ooh, was it a good podcast? It was. It was a good little summary. Enough that it gave me the heebie-jeebies, and I was like, mm, I really don't need to pursue this. <laughs> oh, I need to check that out because I, I love that. And before it came out, I read this kind of book about it, and it was mm. it presented like it was real. You know, I knew it wasn't, but it, the it, book was presented like it was real as well, so it added to it all. It's a me. very, very clever marketing campaign mm-hmm. is what I think about when I think of the Blair Witch Project. I think that's very, so. very clever. Yeah. Yeah. I was with my wife then back at uni. Um, we weren't married then, obviously, so at uni. But um, I woke up in the middle of the night and I thought she was a witch. You know when you like have those kind of like yes. wakey kind of dreamy things? And it would freak me out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that would freak me out too. Yeah. But anyway, okay, let's uh, let's move on. That's two out of two, Kate. That's really good. Ooh, so, no pressure. <laughs> your third one, this is harder. This is harder. I, I normally leave okay. the third one to harder. And this is a series... It's um, much more recent, so uh, it's within the last few years. Uh, okay, so uh, this is a synopsis for the whole series. So, okay, when a high school reunion's after party ends in a death, everyone is a suspect. A detective grills the former classmates one by one, uncovering potential motives as each tells their version of the story, culminating in the shocking truth. <laughs> okay, I'm going to take a second. Let me think. <laughs> Taking this very seriously. Yeah, it's good. High school reunion. What I sing the high school reunion. It's tougher. It's tougher. It's. Uh, I can give you one. I can, it's. It's Apple TV series. I have Apple TV. I watch Apple TV. <laughs> they just released a second season of it about a week ago as well. Mm. <laughs> no, I'm blanking. I got nothing. No. Okay. I, I, it's called the after party. Oh no! I wouldn't have gotten that. Have never it's, even heard of it. Oh, it's really good. You know, oh, it's really, it? especially oh. the first season. We only just started the second, but the first season, yeah. So it's like a murder, but each episode, a different person tells their story, and each episode is a different genre. Even like it's Ooh. like animated musical, like film noir type thing. It's very clever. Oh well, I know what I'll be doing tomorrow. 
Yeah, and it's very funny. I think you're, it, it's, um, it's good. But still, two out of three K is very, very good. A lot of people get Thank zero. You. So that is very good. <laughs> there, are, there are no prizes, but it is still very good. That's all right. Pride. Pride. Pride is all I got. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, let's go on. Yes, yeah, because we, so we briefly touched upon your social media, and I've got a question about mm. it here because, yeah, because I've, my notes, I'll read them out. I say, I think it's fair to say that you've really embraced social media, which is fair. Because and I, well, you have though, like, yeah. like a lot of people haven't. Um, I love your reels, especially so much personality. Um, <laughs> you're, it's though, they are. Too much, but yeah. <laughs> no, you can't have too much personality. Um, can you, yeah. So I just wanted to ask, can you tell us a bit more about them? You know, I love how you include some photography related ones, but also lots of random funny ones really shows your personality. And yeah, do you, any tips for people wanting to show more of themselves or a bit scared, nervous to do so? And was it, has it been like your, was it a proper like marketing strategy? I really want to embrace reels or is it something that you just <laughs> wanted to do because they appeal to you? you know? Yeah. So I guess, where do I start? Um, so I think there's a couple of different things that go on for me with social media, which, you know, not might be different for other people, but because, because I do, as I know I bring it up all the time, but because I do have chronic fatigue, I don't get to see people. Um, so a lot of my relationships are actually now online. Um, and so the way that I can actually connect with people is on Instagram. And it has been a way for me to be social when, with, actually without getting out of my pyjamas because <laughs> I'm in my pyjamas in almost all of them. So it is, it is very important for me from that respect. And a lot of people don't have that relationship with social media and I completely understand that. And sometimes it totally overwhelms me. Like I literally just had to have a break from it for about a month because I was just like, oh, this is not working for me. Um, Wait, in but, what way? The pressure of like... Oh, I think I just... I w so about three or four weeks ago, I just kind of... I got into like a winter funk and um, I just was like, what, what am I doing? I don't know what I'm doing. And so I just stopped. Um, and no one cares. Like, I mean, this in the nicest way, but I think, you know, with social media, from what I can understand, a lot of people, you know, they feel like there's a lot of pressure with it. Um, and I don't feel that way so much because, A, I think there's so much content that is created these days, like huge amounts that like the chances of people actually seeing and remembering what you make is so small. And for me, I find that really liberating because I can, and I have made an absolute fool of myself, had like a massive panic attack and had to take it down. But no one remembers that. No one's going to be like, oh, remember that reel Kate made four months ago and she did that stupid thing. No one's going to remember that. Um, so I find it quite a forgiving um, medium. And, you know. That's a cool way to look at it. That is a good yeah, way to look at it. And sometimes I'll post something and either it won't resonate or, you know, I actually did this just on on the weekend. I, um, I had like this little epiphany about... Um, the way I'd been thinking about goals and dreams and how like for the longest time it's felt like, you know, working towards a goal was like climbing a mountain and you had all these obstacles and you just had to push through or like get over these obstacles. But then even as you get closer and closer to the top of the mountain to your goal, like even the smallest obstacle can just like completely trip you up because you've just been pushing for so long and so hard. 
And I found that with when I'm making goals, like it does get to that point where it just feels like, you know, it's the straw that broke the camel's back, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas I had this epiphany that like, what if a goal is not a mountain to climb, but like a problem to solve? So it's more like uh, navigating a maze. And so instead of obstacles, it's just a chance to problem solve to get to the other end of the maze. So mm-hmm. I had this like big epiphany and then I spent like ages like drawing and I printed off stuff and I recorded it all and I set it up on a reel to music and I did a voiceover, which gives me the cringe because all oh, voiceovers on Instagram is really ugh, outside my comfort zone. So I got to practice a bit more of those and I posted it and someone was like, uh, what does it mean? <laughs> <laughs> And so I was like, oh, okay, I haven't articulated this idea well enough in here to get it over in 15 seconds to communicate it. And that might be either that it didn't work as a concept, it needs refining, or uh, it's not the right medium for that idea. And so I took it down. Um, And it wasn't like, well, it wasn't like, oh, it's a big deal. It's just like, oh, okay, that's a first draft. You know, okay. and sometimes I share my first drafts before they need to be shared. <laughs> and and it's and it's about learning from that. And then, you know, I'm not going to kill the idea. Uh, I just need to refine the execution. So Yeah, because it's a great concept, um, that as well, though. But also, do you not think, I don't know if this is the case, I've not seen that particular mm. one, but, but it's, in, it's also a possibility it might just, that one person who commented might have been the only person who didn't understand it out of everyone else who was watching it. Yeah, that is possible, but I also could tell that I hadn't communicated it clearly. Uh, okay, right. If that makes any sense. I, I, yeah. I knew, like, it just confirmed what I did actually kind of know. So, and, 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 it, and I'm like, I'm okay with that. I'm okay that if maybe she was the only one, but if I can communicate, if I can express it more clearly mm. and have everyone understand it, I'd rather do that. That makes sense that totally. Makes sense. Oh, of course, yeah. that totally makes sense. That totally makes sense. Um, before yeah. we talk a bit more about it as well, though, just wanted mm. in my head. I want to say it's as well as just showing loads of personality, which is I think is really good of you. I, it, it's definitely effective in the algorithm because me personally, when I was on this reportage family's Instagram and on the feed, yeah. your reels would always <laughs> like when I'd log in, your reels would always be at the top of the feed. On honestly, oh, wow. they were always there, like days after days, separate ones as well. They're always a top thing on my feed. So it definitely wow. works in that way. Wow. Well, I, I did go through a stage where I was like posting a new reel every day and that, that was also just not sustainable for me. But I also, mm. I, I do love making them. Like oh, that's I, cool. I was a drama kid uh, in high school. And so, you know, when Instagram was like reels are a thing, I was like, yes, please. <laughs> um, so I find them like a really creative uh, outlet yeah um, and and you know i'm do your clients mention them you know do they do, they must get a good sense of your personality before even reaching out no, to you no i haven't had anyone be like oh we loved your reel so much we want to hire you so i wouldn't <laughs> i wouldn't uh, i wouldn't take it as a as a um uh, it's not a quick you know some people do ask me like oh you know you put so much effort into your instagram are you getting results for it and it's like Yes and and no. Like I'm, I'm I'm loving the space that I'm curating there, mm, and I have 
met so many amazing people, so many photographers. Um, shout out to all my German photographers who follow me. Um, I that I have just such a little. They're just such great cheerleaders of when I when I share stuff, um, oh, and they reshare it, and they're just the most delightful group of of women. Um, and have I spoken know, to any of them on the podcast? Are they, yeah, yeah, like the, yeah, I think I think you have. I think um, it was it Julie. Oh yeah, Julie, Julie Rose Grimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And you know now we're Facebook friends. Like you know, so for me, it's also like it's about building that that community and with you know, and with non-photographers as well. And so I don't see it as a, as a quick thing. Um, but, but it's, it's, it's nice. Like I like hanging out there. Um, well, and great. Yeah. Hang out anywhere else. Like, you know, you've got, you've got to do it. Um, no, but honestly, I think it's so cool. If I was looking for a family photographer, obviously I'd be looking at people's work, but just it, it's so important to get a real good sense of someone, the person behind the camera, especially mm. for like day in the life things when this person mm. is going to be just really close to you in your maybe yeah. you know, your family home a lot of the time. It's, it's so important. So I think it's so cool that you do that. And it, yeah. Yeah. I just think it's well, really thanks. Because, yeah, like I think, I it's also like uh, I do find it very hard to be myself, um, which sounds counterintuitive because I have all those reels which look yeah. you know which are which are my, me and I've actually found um, like making those reels uh, to be a way like a safe way to to be myself in public. You know I didn't have a great time in high school and um, I'm a chronic people pleaser and so I'm very used to kind of like. Uh, molding parts of my personality into what I think others want. Uh, and that's, and that's not something at 31 that I want to keep doing. Um, and so like, it is about putting myself out there in, in a space that I know is fairly safe you know, um, and, and it's giving me confidence to do that in other parts of my life as well. Um, but well, I guess, really cool. the, yeah, the thing I also struggle with is like, I'm not always like goofy <laughs> and like, um, I'm trying to like balance that with, you know, I'm, I'm very driven and I'm big, big old perfectionist and I work very hard and I'm like, well, I'd love to balance showing that as well on there um well, i think you do it's not all it. just kind of random goofy oh it feels stuff. like it <laughs> <laughs> no you've done a good real mix i think um yeah a, a real oh, good thanks. mix and i and i think it's better that you've mixed it a higher percentage of the fun personality stuff rather than the photography stuff because like yeah. instagram is like an entertainment app isn't it i mean obviously yeah. it's all well and good to educate people but people go on there because they want to be entertained rather than educated mostly mm. so you know mm. i think it's yeah, I think it's really, really good. Um, and I know a lot of people listening, and me included, would like to, well, yeah, would like to is a funny phrase, but maybe just think it is important to put ourselves out there more personality-wise. And do you have any, I don't know, tips or advice for people who want to do that, maybe show more of their personality on social media, but are just kind of scared to do so? Well, I think, I think there's two things that are in play. I think that a lot of people think they have to, you know, they think in order to like stay relevant and, and feed the algorithm that they need to make personal content or content that's about them or funny. And, you know, uh, that might not be who you are. You know, you've got to find something that is 
authentic to who you are. Maybe you're a newsletter person, you know. Maybe you write really beautiful captions. You know, I think forcing yourself to do something, to do anything, isn't a great recipe for success. But I also think stretching your comfort zone is really important. And I think there's a sl- there's probably a little overlap between those two. But, you know, what's the worst thing that can happen? That's Ooh. what I always think. Yes. What's, but what's, what about you if know? you get cancelled? What if I show my personality and I get totally cancelled and no one books me ever again? No, I know. Well, but those are the kind of thoughts that can go through your head. Yeah, I mean. Which is mental. Don't but. get cancelled, Alan. Don't no. say stuff you <laughs> get cancelled. <laughs> That's my piece of advice. No, I mean, look, you, the thing I'm trying to like, and this is, you know, <laughs> welcome to therapy with Alan and Kate. Um, <laughs> you know, what I'm trying to grapple with is that uh, the more yourself you are to other people, if they like it, then they, they like you. Do you know what I mean? They like who you are and they're going to want you. And if they don't like you, that's fine. But you found out before you've got like, halfway through a shoot and you're like having a panic attack because you know what are you doing here you know so (laughs) personal experience but um you know i i think whether you put yourself out there on social media or in your real life friendships like i don't see i don't see the difference you know the the chance of rejection is everywhere um but really <laughs> it's a great way to see the world um but the the reality is like you 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 filter out all the people who you don't really want to work with and you'll get the people who you know think you're weird and great which is a lot more relaxing <laughs> yeah that one that is so true you know you can't see me here but i'm really nodding throughout that that's so important isn't it it's like mm. a pre-built filter which is a win-win for everyone because yeah yeah if they they're not into us as people then they're you know they're gonna have a miserable time on the shoot really and so they might as well find someone who they resonate with and then yeah. it's a win-win for them and and then we hear people that resonate with us and it's a win-win so yeah exactly it makes total sense and as you said what's the worst that can happen what is yeah. the worst that can happen um you mm. just get a bit embarrassed that's that's, <laughs> that's as far as i can work out that's it um but that's i will true. and say, i don't get like, embarrassed easily that's what Oh, that's good. That's a perk. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you don't sound like you do either, though. Sorry, Kate, keep interrupting oh, you, but you don't sound like you get embarrassed. Oh, I do. I really? do. I um, particularly if something doesn't do well, I get very embarrassed. But I'm I'm learning to I'm learning to deal with that because that's my perfectionism, right? Oh, I um, get that. Well, you mean not do well in terms of like real views or yeah, yeah, yeah. So I am aware of that, but I think I'm. Like I, I've left something up that had like 10, you know, only had like 10 views or something. And I'm like, yeah, well, you know, it's important to me. I'm, and so that's also like pushing that's me cool. out of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, oh, I was going to say something. What was I going to say? Oh, that's right. I very rarely make particularly reels. Like I make them because I enjoy them and because Oh shit! I completely forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> That's <laughs> I was like, this sounds like the the start of an English essay. Why do you do reels? Um, no, it's cool like that it. you actually it's enjoy the like process. Them. It's no, cool you enjoy um, the process of it, though, because I think that's really yeah. But I think what what I'm trying to say is make them for yourself. 
So I, I don't really think about, I mean, particularly social media, like it's not really a brand. Like I'm not really on there trying to like convince anyone or like sell, which is probably part of my problem. <laughs> That's another episode. Um, but like I'm making it for myself. Like you've got to create the stuff that you want, not what you think other people will want necessarily um and and that's also how you keep it sustainable um so you know those are great tips yeah that makes total sense yeah if you're just Mm. creating the stuff that you think everyone else wants then you won't have any joy for it and yeah it's just that's not good no but the stuff that you're doing you can tell you're enjoying it as well and like just they always make me really smile or laugh and and, but each one is a bit of your personality as well so yeah honestly Kate I I think it's so good um and anyone listening now really really do go and check out uh Kate's Insta what's your username you can tell people uh it's Kate dot crittenden so it's very simple okay that's great yeah so people go there and awesome and i i i a part of me wants to do it a bit more it you know i just i don't most of my instagram stories are literally just me at mcdonald's me at mcdonald's um, (laughs) and i should do more um because make make a reel of like your top five mcdonald's dishes rated and ranked like that sounds like something you would love to do and it's true i I look at it and go like "Mm, no alan i'm never eating a spicy mcspicy like (laughs) you know it'll be divisive it'll be polarizing you know (laughs) that's true go viral you know just make the stuff that you like making you know i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it yeah i'll follow up to you i'll follow up with you next week (laughs) (laughs) um okay let's go away from social media let's go to um one of your specific reportage family awards i think it's really mm-hmm. cool um it's a black and white capture of a child like, eating an ice cream and kind of like yeah. telling a dog to stay well yeah, it looks like it's kind of telling that, a dog to stay back this is mine so to speak that's just... sadie and elliot that was a really really fun day in the life um oh, yeah, yeah I, I was gonna say can you tell us a bit more about that shot yeah so there's like a whole ice cream um sub story from that uh from that day in the life um so sadie was 20 months old uh and elliot is the dog and it's been their family dog for ages and um it's there were such such great little moments between um sadie and elliot all day but when it came to food sadie had just kind of learnt to say no uh (laughs) and she would utilize that uh as often as she could with elliot uh who to be fair never came near the ice cream he was impeccably trained um but uh it was just i worked really hard for that shot and then there's a couple of other ones as well in that series like uh that to to try and to try and make that shot happen and uh yeah i'm actually shooting with like an ice cream in my other hand like I'm are you shooting, yeah <laughs> eating my own ice cream because i wasn't gonna miss out but yeah uh it was uh it was a great little uh little vignette in that day yeah oh, it's really cool really well framed as well and a lovely black and white edit and it's a lovely moment i think it's a really cool shot Thank yeah you. didn't you get a story award with it is that the same dog in yeah yeah that 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 uh session was probably just it was one of the most fun days i had and i got a story award for a dog in the a day in the life life. dog yeah (laughs) um so i did i did the day in the life and i selected all the photos from elliot's perspective on the day yeah Uh, and and i was blown away to have won one Uh, that was uh 
Oh, it's so deserved. Book. It's so hard to win an individual or a story. You know, it's so difficult. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's cool. You've got one of each from the same shoot there. That's yeah, cool. yeah. It's uh, it it's been totally wild. This this um, you know, because I actually I don't know if you remember, but I won my I won my This Is Reportage um subscription on your birthday sale oh i didn't know i didn't know that actually oh that's cool so it's kind of a a a fluke that i that i kind of entered and now i'm you know i'm hooked now there's no way i'm not uh but uh oh that's really cool that's yeah, really, that's really good. I really, I didn't know that. So that's so cool. I really like that. That's yeah, really cool. and and I got a little bit like of a, uh, oh, this can't be that hard, because <laughs> um, I ended up, I ended up entering, for one of the images from the first session I ever did, uh, the first time I ever entered in reportage, and I ended up winning an award for it. And so like the next time I went around. Like the next um, round, I was like, "Oh yeah, okay, I'll get another award." And then I was like, "Oh, wait, no, no, that was <laughs> that was dumb luck. Like this is really tough." And so, uh, so That's now I have funny. like just you know keep poodling along, putting things in, seeing what happens. Now, have uh, you submitted now? Because today is the last day. Of, well, I, when this I, goes I, out, it'd be too late, people. But today, once I'm talking to Kate, is the last yeah, day. Yeah, no, have I, you submitted? I submitted like five days early this year, oh, and then good. like the day I did it, I got. I got the the friend request from you on Facebook, and I was like, "Oh wow, Alan must really like people who submit early." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, I must have been really impressive. <laughs> that's really funny. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, that was so I could uh, reach out to you and organise yeah. this uh, interview. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. Just in case anyone's thinking that I do watch everybody submit and they personally friend request them, I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, and anyone listening now, do head to thechapitalishfamily.com. I'll include the uh, individual award that Kate just spoke about as well. It's such a, a great shot. Um, Kate, we've not got much l- left. It's, you know, it's almost an hour already, and I've still got some more yeah. questions. Um, that's Go for absolutely- it. Okay, cool, cool. I'm glad you're, you're enjoying I'm, I'm really enjoying talking to you. It's so, yeah. Okay. Um, you say on your site something else on your site, you see? You see? I so like okay. it. Um, but you say, my superpower is getting weirdly comfortable in other people's houses super quickly, yeah. which is funny. So yeah. how much how much is weirdly comfortable? And do you have any tips for people who really want to be able to gel and relax in their clients' homes like you do? Yeah, well, like, I've been in, like, a lot of showers with people now. <laughs> <laughs> that is um, comfortable. Yeah. So, like... Uh, so yeah, like I, I just, I, I do get very comfortable in other people's homes very quickly. Um, and it's mostly because I've lived in a lot of people's homes. Um, I've been very lucky to have traveled a lot and, uh, done quite a lot of homestays. And I, so when I was working in Italy, I taught English in the public school and they would kind of put me up in different homes, uh, different with different families every uh, kind of month. Wow, every um, month, really? Gosh, yeah, people could but, only stand you for a month and they're like... Yeah, yeah, no, so eventually I was just like, I don't want to move. <laughs> I was just like, I can't, I can't be moving this much. And yeah. I just like overstayed my welcome in a couple of places. But <laughs> I, um, I just learned to kind of get really comfortable using... And I think, I don't know whether it's an Australian thing as well. Like we don't have as much... Um, 
like, uh, you know, like I would go over to anyone's house and make myself a cup of tea. Like that's a normal thing to do. Okay. Um, mm. So like I'm I'm very comfortable doing that. And then in Italy there was one family who did not have the same like <laughs> um, idea about hospitality as I do. And like I can't remember what it was, but I had like sugar all over my face and it was like really sticky and awful and I couldn't stand it. And so I went to go to the bathroom and I was I was actually out at a dinner party. <laughs> like I had been invited, so it was a bit more formal. But I um I went to go to the bathroom to wash off, but someone was in there. So I just went to the kitchen sink and like stuck my head, <laughs> head under the tap and like washed my face and like drank from my hand. And I turned around and like I'm wife. I'm saying this, I'm such an awful person. It's like wiping my mouth on the back of my hand. My mum is listening to this and she's like, I raised you better than this. <laughs> anyway, I turned around and uh, I had like five Italian people looking at me like I was insane. <laughs> um, so that's that, when I say weirdly comfortable, like I mean like overly comfortable. Um, so I guess practice is what makes people, mm, makes more. you comfortable in other people's homes. That um, makes sense. And, and I think communicating is really important. So I will Zoom uh, each family before a session okay. and everyone mm. has to be there. Um, and I will tell them, like, what I do, what to expect. Uh, and I go over the night before and just, like, hang out and talk and have dinner. And so, well, you like, physically see them the night before a shoot? Yeah. So I sleep over. Um, oh, so right. that wow. I can, uh, not for like a short shoot, but generally mm. for six to, to 12 hour shoots, I'll sleep over the, come over the night before and just hang out. Oh, um, that's cool. and, uh, yeah. So have it, you found that really helps? That must help to bond with them. I find them so it, yes. And it also really helps me as well. Cause I get very anxious sometimes shooting and I actually can turn around and be like, if I start to get really anxious, please know it's nothing to do with you. It's all on me. And then yeah. once I like get that out into like the atmosphere it never happens right so it's just <laughs> one of those things but i find like everyone chills out and it's just like having a guest over you know oh. someone to stay um that's really cool see this yeah. is all great stuff kate you know I think people, <laughs> honestly it is though it's so good it's so good i think the bigger question here though is um mm. how did you get sugar all over your face okay so we went to the night market and then there were these like enormous, so I also, whenever I travel, I end up eating like foods that are as big as my head. Now, my head is not very big, but <laughs> giant foods. And it was like this sugar coated, uh, deep fried, thin crust pastry specialty. And I'd eaten it and, and it had just gone everywhere and like i'd had it on for quite like and i couldn't like i don't know why i couldn't get it off and it just started to really bother me and i may have had a couple of glasses of wine by that point as well <laughs> and so i was just like i just need to get this off my face that's and funny. Did what i would do in my own home um much to the horror of these very lovely italians <laughs> funny. Funny. do you speak do you speak italian by the way uh yeah i do uh, more enthusiastically than accurately uh, <laughs> But uh, I was I was pretty much fluent by the end of 2019 uh, or 2018 uh -huh. was um, because I'd been living with families. Um, that's the quickest way to learn a language. Yeah, sure. Uh -huh. Gosh, so, that's cool. That's very yeah. cool.
Yeah. Big, uh, my, my background is in um, linguistics. So, like, learning language and talking is my, like, favourite thing. So, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that works well for being documentary film photographer. Oh, mm. like communication skills. Yeah. <laughs> you can specialise in, like, um, Italian families coming over to Sydney. But that'd be quite I have tried. I have made a reel of me speaking in an Italian to try and be like, ah, are you on holiday? Come and do this. Um, yeah. So, it's like, a giveaway. <laughs> Completely bombed. But, like, yeah, the, the idea is there. I am I am trying to get into to people visiting Sydney because I think that's a really – fun yes. like little niche that so, must be a yeah. market yeah is it a market <laughs> even for like fellow australians you think you know do they i guess they must travel and and holiday in sydney as well yeah, yeah yeah i'm 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 slowly trying to work out how to find that market you know um mm. so but you know i think with all things business and photography like it's just gonna take time and even longer for me because i'm sick so you know i'm not i'm not in a rush <laughs> okay, well, that's good. That's a good way. That's a good way to be. Um, Kate, I, I, I normally end it about now, but I, you know, it's so fun to talk to you. Let's, let's do a few more. You said you're not in a rush, so let's do... No, look, let's... I can listen to myself all day, Alex, so <laughs> keep going. That's funny. That's cool. So I, I often ask people, actually, D are you going to listen to your episode back? And a lot of people say, oh, no, no. But yeah. I listen to them back, you know. You are going to. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny that's cool um okay let's do some quick fire ones let's do some yes. quick fire okay do you prefer sleeping or eating oh, oh quick is... that is quick fire kate that is quick fire oh, eating eating, eating. <laughs> no it's okay i mean you don't have to be quick fire really yeah you prefer eating okay okay that's cool let's do oh, a linked question about eating what would be your last meal on death row oh something very long Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> like a 50 course meal, please. Like, yeah, I would uh look, if I could, I would go to the top uh restaurant in the world, which I think is in Lima. I think it's one that just got announced. Um so I would have them courier food from the Michelin star restaurant in Lima because I think that would take a really long time. That would take a long time. That is true. That's a good idea. I've never thought about time mm -hmm. uh, as an issue there. Yeah, so but mm -hmm. I probably wouldn't be good to uh, Oh, sorry. Sorry. Oh, no, sorry. What did you say? I, I just said, although, like, delaying the inevitable when, like, you know it's coming would be pretty awful as well. That is true. Maybe, mm, like, a... That. Yeah, so for me, you know, because it wouldn't be good me ordering, like, a McSpicy because that'll be ready in, like, one minute <laughs> yeah, or something. Yeah, so, yeah. Not good. Uh, okay, as a kid or a teenager growing mm. up, did you ever have any celebrity crushes? Oh, Heath Ledger. Oh, my God. I oh, cried yeah. when he died. I was devastated. I will mm. still watch A Knight's Tale. Oh, every day of the week. Oh, Heath Ledger. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, what does it mean to be successful to you? Oh, <laughs> I guess freedom, actually. I think... That is what success means to be means to me is the freedom to be able to live the life that I would like um, yeah, and yeah. have all my adventures and I'm, I'm reminiscing as I look at my like vision board, which is just behind my <laughs> computer screen and it's all the you know forests and mountains and there's a Greek villa and like a lot of pasta and, uh, you know, to, to see the world. Um, that's what success to, to have a business that lets me do that. That's what success means to me. 
I think that's such a super answer. Yeah, that is just so true. That's a great way to put it. Oh, well, um, I was going to say world number one. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Honest. <laughs> Freedom or number one. That's like, yeah. <laughs> Preferably both. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. Um, okay, Kate, let's, um, let's, this, this will be your last question. So this doesn't, does not have to be quick fire now, but I enjoy just doing those little bits there. But yeah, so if, because you're all relatively new, as you said, it's about 17 months mm-hmm. ago. Um, if there's someone listening now who was just thinking of starting out as a documentary family photographer, or they've just, you know, just started, what advice would you give to them or any little thoughts or you know tips yeah to save their right at the beginning of their career they know they really want to double down onto documentary family photography do you have any thoughts or tips Mm, I would say I think there are two kind of things that I would say one is you don't have to burn your life down to do this I think, you know, I well, maybe this is advice for myself, to be honest, because, <laughs> you know, I think I'm very much like I'll go very, very hard at something. I'm very bad at doing things um, gradually. <laughs> mm. um, but, like, if you're – if you either have a full-time job or you're working in lifestyle, you know, start by adding bits of documentary you know, and, and to be fair, anything can be documentary. It doesn't have to just be family. You can practice shooting anything um, and and find what you enjoy and follow that. Um, but you don't have to immediately quit everything. <laughs> this is definitely advice for myself. You don't have to immediately quit everything and, and, and double down on documentary because it does take a long time to build as well, um, I think. And, and that's, as I said, that's okay. Um, and the other thing would be to get as much education as you possibly can from people that you would like to learn from. So I generally think, I think I heard this, I was actually just writing about this this morning, but uh, there's a quote that's like, listen to the opinions of, or only listen to advice from people that you trust and respect. So, you know, everyone has opinions, and but if you listen to the ones from people who you kind of respect and take on that advice like that will move you forward um Mm. and I think about that with educators as well uh and look there's so much great education out there particularly for documentary family photographers um that you know I would just sponge it all up no, that's, that's, that's cool. It sounds like you have done. I mean, you mentioned like Kirsten Lewis's uh, creative yeah. life stuff there, and and the two man um, uh, thing. What was it called yeah. again? Yeah, uh, two man metanoia. It's called. Yeah. It was called two man you when I did it. Uh, and okay. I'm also doing um, NMFA this year, which is no more fucking around with uh, DFP, the documentary family photographers. Oh, so cool. that's pretty much all my uh, <laughs> all my energy is that. It's fantastic. It is intense. It's the last year. It's going to run. Um, but it is one hell of an education. It's fantastic. So I still think of myself as like a student, really. Um, I think that's the best way uh, to be forever, isn't it? Yeah. All great bits of advice there, Kate. Honestly, all great. And the whole hour and 10 minutes has been so fab talking to you. Thank you so much for coming on. 
Thank you, Alan. I'm just like the, as I said, the like little drama captain in me is like squealing that I'm actually on a podcast. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. It's so fab to talk to you. I know yeah. people are going to love it. They really are. So, yeah, thank you so much. Just being a total open book and talking about everything there. And so funny as well. I've just had a really fab hour. Thank you. Oh, thanks, Alan. It's been del- absolutely delightful absolutely oh, delightful that's cool that's cool um, and people listening now as i say do head to uh the family.com i'll include links through to kate's uh sites and the uh award that she spoke about then as well and do check out her instagram so it's, it's kate.crittenden <laughs> wasn't it kate.crittenden yeah. and yeah because it's so good and put that video back on your home page no <laughs> but it, keep, at least definitely keep it on this the page yeah. that it is on though it's so good it's so it good. just might not be its final form you know who know, who knows yeah <laughs> okay so. i'm gonna i'm gonna check back in, in a few weeks and see um <laughs> and kate i hope i get to meet you some point in life and we're like the opposite ends yes. of, the, of the world but it would be very cool one day oh yeah i'm i'll be bumming around at some point and um i will be taking up everyone's hospitality oh <laughs> yes yeah true. these homestays <laughs> that's funny <laughs> well also all the best for everything kate and yes hopefully I, I do meet you at some point and um yeah i hope it gets a bit uh warmer in your winter although it's still better than our summer so I, yeah. i'm not too good yeah and uh, and thank you for all the work you do alan for this is reportage for making oh. that a thing and happen um you know i'm sure it isn't easy and it, i know it means a lot to me and a lot of other photographers um that's lovely of you to say thank you for being yeah. part of it you know it wouldn't be anything without you so you know <laughs> it's so important i don't do anything really it's all it's all just you guys sure so. sure <laughs> <laughs> oh thanks so much kate all right enjoy the rest of your day alan and you bye 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 you've been listening to the 131st episode of the this is reportage podcast so much fun chatting to kate there hope you enjoy listening in head to this family.com or this for a link through to her website and to see the fab reportage family award she spoke about too and really do check out her instagram as well so good We now have 131 episodes of the podcast available where we speak to wedding and family photographers from all over the world. If you liked this episode, delve into our back catalogue for lots more. If you're not a member of this reportage or this reportage family, check out all the benefits of joining us, including an unlimited number of images on your profile, 60 individual award and 18 story award entries per year, invites to our physical meetups and parties, exclusive discounts, hours of educational videos featuring tips and advice from some of the world's best photographers and much more too. Submissions are open now for our next awards round. The deadline is the same for both sites. Submit by 2359 BST on the 23rd of September, 2023. No poses, nothing staged. This is Reportage. And this is bye for now.